What if we could show you how to create an additional income stream that feels inspiring to you and leverages not only off your passions, but your zone of genius? Head over to babesinbusiness.net forward slash side hustle to download our free side hustle guide, a 40 page guide where we help you not only come up with your business idea, but help you set your rate, find your potential customers, help make your first few sales, come up with your point of difference, and ensure you have a profitable business that you can scale to create a life and career by design. Babes Talking Business, our podcast, is the sister brand to Babes in Business. It's our passion project geared towards female entrepreneurs, professional women, side hustlers, those with a day job, and those full-time mamas striving to build their empire on the side, whether it's a traditional or non-traditional business, investments, startup, companies, or online social media influencers. Our podcast is a safe place where women can be vulnerable, honest, and tune in to be educated and supported to learn about the ins and outs of business, the highs and lows, and feel comfortable to talk about finances and multiple streams of income, along with the lingo that often comes with it that intimidates and prevents a lot of us women from approaching these subjects altogether. We not only mentor and encourage fellow entrepreneurs tuning in to build their own successful businesses, but teach them how to build confidence in themselves, reconnect with their why, let go of jealousy, and ultimately learn the power in connection because at the end of the day, that is what life and business is all about. This is a no BS podcast where we are committed to showing you what really happens behind the scenes of businesses' pretty highlight reels. So you can be reassured you are not the only one in the trenches and we can hopefully empower you with ideas on how to run your life and business in a way that feels energizing, inspiring and authentic to you and your mission. We are your hosts. I'm Shani Thompson and one of my biggest passions and missions in life is to revolutionize the way that women create abundance, to show you you can really have it all and create your next level wildest dreams whilst being in a total state of ease and flow. I'm a blogger, a coach and mentor to thousands of women around the world, a professional network marketer, a course creator and above all, I'm just your everyday girl next door. And I am Lauren Kerr. I'm a published author, life and mindset coach, and professional network marketer. When I was studying my psychology degree, I stumbled across the term life above zero, which became my personal and professional mission to inspire others to create a life that they love instead of just settling for mediocrity and just doing what society expects you to do. I love helping women find clarity and fulfillment in their lives, relationships, and careers. So... On that note, let's talk business. Hello, guys. Welcome to episode 53 of the BTB podcast. Today, we are going to be sharing with you our top five social selling tips for a profitable online business. We are so excited to bring this episode to you guys because... Loz and I have been in the social selling industry for nearly five years now. Oh my gosh, that sounds crazy saying that. And it never had a cool word like social selling before. (laughs) 
And now it has a cool word. So this episode is not only going to teach you all about social selling and what that is and what it looks like, but if you are in the industry of using social media to market yourself and maybe sell a product or a service, or you are in the industry where you're using your social media to um, connect with your consumers, then this is going to be an incredible episode for you because we not only share with you what we do um, online to turn our followers and friends and fans into paying customers, but we're also going to give you five incredible tips that's going to really amplify your results if you're wanting to use social selling as a means to grow your business. So make sure you head over to the show notes. We have got an incredible cheat sheet for you guys. So if you love this episode and you want to download that freebie, you can go over to www.babesinbusiness.net forward slash podcast forward slash 53. That link is in the show notes below and you can download your freebie where we share with you our top five social selling tips for a profitable online business in detail. All right, guys, I'm going to wrap it up there. Let's get into it. I'm so excited for you guys to learn from this episode today. There's actually three of us here today. So if you can hear grunting in the background, guys, it's Pumba and she's cute but psycho. She is, and she's at the moment, she is ripping her teddy bear to pieces. So, <laughs> you know, we, we could tell Pumba to be quiet, but we're not going to do that. No, we were saying we could put her at the door, but then you just hear her barking and scratching instead. So if you hear grunting, it's, it's the dog. It's not us, I promise. <laughs> <laughs> she's going ham on that teddy bear as well. Well, guys, we are so excited for this episode today. We are going to be talking a little bit about this new vibe word. Social selling, social selling. And I'm excited to talk about because I still don't actually get what it is. I feel like it's this word that's popped up in the last maybe 12 months. I'd never heard it before then, had you? No, I hadn't heard it. Actually, the first time I heard it was about six months ago. And I have to be really honest, I think that it's being misused. So I really want to get to the bottom of that. Let's talk about what social selling is, why I think this is an opinion of mine, why I think it's being misused and what it really actually is. And then we want to talk to you guys about our top five tips of how we attract customers through our social media. Yeah, I'm excited. So let's talk about social selling because I don't get it. So what's your understanding or definition of social selling? Well, okay, let's give this some context first. I have seen the word social selling used with particular businesses and companies that don't they're like trying to not connect themselves to the network marketing model, but they are network marketing. So it's kind of like they don't, they're like maybe ashamed of the profession or they're ashamed of the business model or whatever. They don't like certain aspects of it. So they're like, we're not social, we're not network marketing. We're actually social selling. It's like this new thing and it's not network marketing. And we're all sitting here scratching our heads going, um, love. Yes, it is. <laughs> okay. So if I go, you're like, okay, I social sell. I'm like, well, what, what, what does that mean? If you're part of a social selling company, what's the difference between that? Or what do people believe is the difference between that and network marketing? Well, I believe that social selling is when you um, sell something on your social media. So it's through your social networks. Social networks, yes, correct. So like kind of like your global relationships. Like, you know, if you think about who we have on our social media, we follow people who we love, people who influence us, people who 
yeah, just like friends and family. <laughs> Puma really is going crazy in the background. <laughs> but, um, you know, we actually, we, when we share something with someone, like let's say we've had a really great experience at a hair salon, which I did this actually not long ago. I had an awesome experience at its new hairdressing salon and everybody asked me, oh my God, where did you go? And I'm pretty sure I gave my hairdresser a whole bunch of new customers because of that. That's social selling. Okay. So it's you're advocating for a product or a service that you're enjoying, you're sharing it with your social network, whether it's in person or it's on a social media platform, it's doing a shout out, it's yeah, I mean, social selling. I believe the way it's being used at the moment is like, sell on your social media okay but I feel like social selling is in social groups as well like you could be at a barbecue and you could be sharing a really great experience about a product or a service that you've used and if someone then goes and purchases that because they loved the referral that you gave them then you've just social sold (laughs) so I guess where I'm saying so I'm going to be you can always rely on me to be devil's advocates let's say I guess where I'm because I have obviously understanding of the network marketing profession being in it so if it's a difference then between network marketing and social selling is maybe social selling is just an exchange of retail profit per or a, a commission per it's just like a one-off thing it's just an exchange of I sold this and I get this where network marketing is more like yeah like how you do network marketing I guess is that is that's how you do it it's through social selling but there's ultimate there's ultimately different income streams and different ways you can create your income. It's not just through serving one, like not just one product. Does that make sense? Yeah. So I feel like, I mean, you could be in the industry of social selling, whether you are in network marketing or not, whether you sell e-courses or e-books or you have a coaching program or you're an affiliate of a company. So maybe like you love a skincare range and they have an affiliate code where, you know, if you use my code, um, you get a discount. You sharing your experience about that product service is, and someone's bought that product because of your referral, that's social, social selling. selling. Okay. So what is the difference? I'm not talking about different models. So you've got affiliate models, you have network marketing, and then you have e-commerce. Is there, what's the, essentially, what's what, how do you distinguish between the three? Well, affiliate an affiliate model is really cool. Like, for example, I will always share different products that I use that I love. And in some instances, I have an affiliate link. So a really great example of this is, let's just say, Muscle Republic. Actually, it's one of my most favorite gymwear brands. I have a code. I'm an affiliate with them. So you use my code. You get a discount on checkout. I actually don't earn anything in return for anyone using that code. But I have that affiliate code because I love to share that product. So that's... So you don't get no kickbacks? No, I don't get a kickback. Do usual affiliates do that? Is that how some affiliates do? Yeah, most affiliate models do. I've just told Vic because he's a really great friend of mine that I really don't want the money. (laughs) He can keep it. But um, let's say another affiliate example would be Kajabi. So Kajabi is an online platform where you can can build an e-course on. And you can become an affiliate of Kajabi if you love the product and people who use Kajabi by using your code, then you get a kickback financially from that. So you might earn commissions, like a commission-based referral. Okay. All right. So you've got something, and I think that's what most people on social media are doing. You're seeing social yeah. media influencers who are like, hey, I've got this, I've got this code. So that's affiliate. Yeah. So then what's what would be the difference between e-commerce? So e-commerce is, well, it's you're selling something online. So 
for example, like you, you have your coaching program, I've got my e-course, you've got your book, I've got an e-book that I made years ago, like there's certain things that you can sell online. So e-commerce is essentially that, or it's like our bib shop, for example. So we have a, a store, an e-store, where people can, now she's suckling on She's suckling on the Well, table. she says she's not me. It's a dog. <laughs> <laughs> you guys can't see what we're looking at. So our bib shop is built on Shopify and you can purchase some of our merchandise. That's e-commerce because it's online selling. You don't have to physically, physically go to a store to purchase the product. You can just go online. Okay. And then, so then we have network marketing, which is obviously the model that we use. So how would you explain that to someone? Well, how is that model different from affiliate and from e-commerce? Well, the difference between affiliate marketing and network marketing is that with network marketing, you can build your own team. Yeah. So with affiliate marketing, you're only being financially rewarded per unit that you're selling. Whereas with network marketing, in particular with our our company that we're with, there's six ways that we get paid. So yes, one of the ways is you sell a product and then you get rewarded financially via commissions but then there are five other ways that you can get paid and one of those are building a team or another one is building internationally or another one is having a certain amount of volume going through your business every month and then you get an extra commission every month so they're the difference between the two and being a good mentor and teaching all their sponsor bonuses which are my favorite (laughs) (laughs) um okay so People are kind of starting to understand. If you guys are listening to this and hopefully me asking these questions kind of helped as well because I think all these words, you hear them get thrown around a lot. And like we said, I think the reason we've come across it is because there's people who are maybe using social selling in the wrong context because they're like, yeah, obviously affiliate models, network marketing models, e-commerce, they're all different models, but they all utilize social selling as the way that you, yes. I guess, move your product. It's through social selling, whether it's your social media platforms, it's your social media networks in person, online, it's through your social networks. Mm-hmm. So there's a lot of people who are like, I'm not part of network marketing. I social sell. I'm like, social sell is how you do network marketing, but yeah, it's, it's the not, model. So you're saying that you're an affiliate <laughs> and you're just getting paid a certain commission. You've got a code or do you have your own product you're selling by e-commerce? Mm-hmm. Hopefully, I think we've cleared that up. I think we've cleared that up. You've helped me help a bit, have a better understanding. End of the story is social selling isn't a like profession in itself or an industry in itself like network marketing is or affiliate marketing or e-commerce it's just the way we do things and today with our five tips and our cheat sheet that we're going to give you guys we are going to show you exactly how we social sell and how you can also build your client base using online presence yeah and I think what maybe we should talk into why social selling is so powerful because I think it wasn't until I guess I I think we know this unconsciously because when you want to go buy something what's the first thing you do you look for reviews or you ask if anyone else has used it or had an experience right? yeah so there you go you've answered your own question if you want to if, well, if you're a consumer and you want to go find a new face product you want to try a new mascara you want to go get your hair done usually the first thing you do and our girls we either look online have a look at reviews or we ask our girlfriend hey where'd you get your hair done i liked your hair or i love your mascara where'd you get that from mm. and research has found the same so a satisfied consumer is way more powerful with 78 percent of people buying a product from peer recommendation 
versus 14% from advertisements. And I think this is what we're seeing online. I think most online businesses have caught on to this, which is why they pay Instagram. Mm. And I was like, if you guys, if you have a following, it doesn't even have to be that big. I think it's so annoying the amount of messages I get each week being like, hey, if we send you this thing, would you like post with it? Or hey, if we send you this thing, do you want to try it? It's because companies know and they understand this way. This is how people buy products. It's mm. not through expensive advertisements anymore. They're actually better off spending and investing their money on people who are going to recommend their product using social selling on their platforms um and it's a cheaper way for business models just to move product because people trust peer recommendation more Mm. than just an advertiser like we know if we see i don't even know let's say beyonce on tv using a 20 dollar shampoo we're probably like she probably doesn't use that shampoo she's probably got paid a lot of money to say she's doing that like people have a bullshit radar they know totally but if I saw you use that shampoo <laughs> and your hair looked really good and I was like, Fuzzy, what shampoo are you using? And you told me, I'll be like, oh, where can I buy it? Oh, I think I saw Beyonce using that. But now because I've seen you use it, I'm going to buy it. <laughs> so it's really, once you get your head around this, you, I think this is why a lot of businesses are pivoting and it's good because obviously a lot of businesses have had to pivot this year mm. and realising the smarter ways to market, there's more convenient and effective ways to market with budget spend as well. And this is where social selling is so powerful. And I guess this is a leverage we have in a network marketing model that anyone can do it. You don't have to have money to do it. You don't have to pay for ads. Mm. It's all about you loving something, organically loving and being passionate about it and then sharing it with your networks. And because your networks love and trust you, they're going to be more inclined to go and try that product themselves. Totally. And you know what? I had this conversation this week with someone who joined the team um, and she said to me, look, I'm really excited to join the team. It looks amazing, but I've never used that product before. Do you mind if I use it for a little bit? And then I know I'll be really comfortable sharing it. And I love that characteristic in people because they're like, I know I need to love it first, use it and have an experience. And then I can authentically share that. And that's exactly what affiliate marketing is, network marketing, even e-commerce. And mm-hmm. it, that is just you having something that you use and you love and you trust and you're sharing it with others so that then they have the same experience that you have. And I think a lot of girls, because um, some girls come across, um, obviously, our team through Babes in Business and they don't even know that uh, we have the Juice Plus product, so we have the whole selling program program. Sometimes people come through through the business and then they hear about the product, so they get this... I guess they get torn because like I don't want to join a business model where I can't advocate for the products yet and I think it's really cool because like you said you kind of have two ways to come in like in our business model for an example like you said you can try the product first and mm-hmm. have an awesome experience and then revisit the business and I sometimes I recommend that I'm like you know mm-hmm. what I'd love for you to have a customer experience first yeah. let's make sure you fall in love with it let's get you amazing results and then let's revisit the business yeah but on the other other side of that when women come to me and they want to jump into the business and they get a little bit like, I want to do the business, but I haven't tried the products yet. It's also just so you guys know, you can you can join a network marketing company. It doesn't have to be ours, but just you can still share it in a way that's organic. You don't be like, oh, my gosh, I you don't lie. Like the, the, if I can give you any any tip when it comes to what's working with social selling, it's being truthful, being honest, mm. and being authentic. Yeah. So you can say, I, I'm so excited. I've heard such amazing things about whatever product you're using. Um, I can't wait to take you guys on my next four month journey. Yeah. I'm going to be sure. Does anyone else want to try it with me or does anyone want to come to this program with me? Like you can still jump into the business side without making false claims about what it's done for you. If you've only just yeah. started by actually just being like, I've heard some amazing things. I'm so excited to try this for myself. Watch my organic 
journey so you can share it organically and authentically as you're kind of going on that product journey. Mm. Either of the two are great ways to Yeah, start. and it's about just working out what, what feels best for you as well. I think some girls come in so torn. They're like, but I haven't tried the product yet. Yeah. I don't, I don't want to... I don't mm-hmm. want to lie and I don't, I don't want it to feel – I don't want to feel in alignment. I'm like, you can still do this business really well by being honest with the fact that you're trying yeah. it and you're sharing it. And just inviting people to join you on the journey. Yeah. Like, I'm trying this for the first time. Do you guys want to join me? Yeah. Yeah, I love that. Okay, so, um, so essentially we've spoken about how social selling, um, whatever model you use, is literally you just sharing your experience and sharing it authentically. And we've also touched on the fact that people trust their network more so than anyone else. Doesn't like celebrities and things like that. This is not working anymore. Yeah, you don't see billboards anymore to sell things. Do no, you? And that's why newspapers don't work because classifieds don't work anymore. People rely. That's why social media is taking over because it's. And I think this is also kind of going off topic a bit, a lot of people who don't work in the business world don't actually realise that a lot of the stuff you're seeing in your social media feed is exactly that. It's marketing. Yeah. You And that's why you get stuck in this mental health scroll hole of comparison yeah. because you're not realising you're seeing people's highlight reels because it's there for an intention. It's wanting you to – it's trying to market something to you because pe- people know social selling is the way to do it. Absolutely. And, well, I, I'm not going to lie. I love jumping on Instagram to be like, what can I buy? <laughs> Yeah, what's people using? Or yeah, like, I think it's a perfect thing. Like you use hashtags when you look at makeup, or you look at like what's bikinis, like summer's coming around. Like yes. that's where you kind of see what's hot and what's what are people doing. Like <laughs> I guess is the the most important thing is to just be conscious of that and be really aware that so that social media doesn't use you, you use social media instead. What was that? I watched it on Netflix last week. What was it oh, called? The Social Dilemma. Guys, do yourself a favor and watch it. It's a, Netflix it's a Netflix documentary. It's a Netflix documentary. Just, I think for us, because we're aware of it, it was so powerful. But I think what people who don't, if this is all new to you, you're the kind of guys that need to actually watch this Netflix yeah. to make you aware of how much of a porn you can be on social media. Yeah, <laughs> just be super. You just be conscious, conscious about it. It's so funny. This is off track. We're, we're so deep. <laughs> we, we, we're so off track. But I have to share, share this story with you. So I was putting together a mood board for a friend of mine with like a, a certain type of like colors and aesthetics and clothing and things like that. It was like a really random project I was doing. And I, as soon as I started to save photos from Instagram of these, of these certain colors and jumpers and things like that to put on the mood board, all of a sudden all these, ad, like all I get right now is ads for like this certain type of cute like jumpers and stuff. And I'm like, okay, I was, I was literally just saving photos to create a mood board, but if you would have spoken to me like two months ago when I got Hozzy and she's at home with me, all I was getting was like pet oh, ads. Dogs. <laughs> pet ads like, does your dog feel anxious? Buy this bed or look at this collar or like, you know, bandanas and stuff. I'm like, oh my God, this social media stuff can be pretty interesting. <laughs> so powerful, guys. I guess what we, this, this episode is really just to educate you and make you a little bit more conscious and understanding the power behind it as well. Yeah, so let's talk about our five tips. For those of you who love to um, have printables and to have a physical, visual copy, you can download our cheat sheet. It's at babesinbusiness.net forward slash podcast forward slash 53. And we've created a, a PDF document for you guys with our top five tips on how to social sell and attract more clients into your business using your social media. Yeah, and I think these all sound like it's really fancy, but stuff that like, 
social selling is something you do organically and authentically. So mm-hmm. um, we we're just having a chat before we pressed record on this. Like, this is how we built our business to six figures. It was purely through social selling, like mm-hmm. to our first six figures. It wasn't, there was no advertising, there's no mm-hmm. marketing. It's all word of mouth, building relationships, yeah. adding value, and just being authentic. And I know that word gets thrown around a lot, but just being you. People love you. Your friends love and trust you. So you yeah. be you on your social media platforms too. Just because you have a business doesn't mean you change who you are. You may put your best foot forward, but it doesn't mean you pretend to be something that you're not. Yeah. Um, did you want to start with the first tip or what me to? Yeah, let's talk about tip number one. So adding value is really important. Actually, something I wanted to touch on here was when we both started with our online businesses, it, it may have looked like on the exterior that we had really fast results or really fast success. And um, what I wanted to touch on was before I had something to sell or, you know, before I started my side hobby, business, passion project, whatever you want to call it, I was already adding so much value online. And so were you actually. We were giving away a lot of advice for free with nothing, no expectations of getting anything in return. Like my personal story was I started an Instagram account to document my health journey because I really wanted to be accountable and I wanted to also share what I was learning in terms of like things that I was reading and YouTubes that I was watching and different like methodologies of diets and food and I was just documenting my health journey and it turned into a following. So I started that three years before I even started a business. So I was adding value online for three years for no, like I wasn't monetizing it. It was just like Shani's chronicles of her health journey. Yeah, and very similar. I was in my last year of my psych degree and I started a blog just educating people about positive psychology. It was just a passion project, something I enjoyed doing. There was no monetization of it. It was just adding value to your community. Yeah. So I think as well when you see some people have – quote-unquote, overnight success, maybe have a look at what they've been doing for a little while before because I know for a lot of us and a lot of the women that we mentor in business, they start an online business but they've not ever added value online and so they find it really difficult to get started, you know, and have like cold organic reach if you versus warm. So warm market is like your people you know, your friends, your family, your acquaintances, and then, you know, your cold market are complete strangers, people you don't know, people who don't really know you. They think that they're going to start a business in social selling and tap into that cold market immediately, and it's just not how it works. No. And so this is for all of you. If you're starting whatever model it was, affiliate or network marketing, you've got an e-commerce, start by asking yourself, how can you add value? You've got to start somewhere. So not even for monetization right now, just to build rapport to, yeah, like serve your, serve who you're trying to serve. Obviously you you might have a certain niche market you're trying to tap into or a certain type of person you're wanting to connect with. What do they need to hear? And what do you want them to seek out your page for? So like, if you want them to come look for you, what, what is your page going to be known for? Um, and to start thinking about, because I think that's what the biggest misconception is with social selling is you think you're selling all the time. That's not Mm. what social selling is. Social selling is you're really curating a community by adding value. So you, when you do go to sell something, it might be a call to action once a week or it might be launching something once every few months. But in between those periods of time, you're adding value, whether it's 
Think of something that you're passionate about, something that you do for free, something that you could talk all day, every day about, something that you love to read books about, something that you find yourself scrolling on social media, watching Netflix, watching documentaries about. How can you then, and work out what feels good to you, because I think Shannon and I have already realized Shannon loves like video, like you watch, she loves creating, and that's what you enjoy doing. Hey, like yeah. she likes doing vlogs, she likes doing travel stuff, she likes, she makes stuff pretty. So, and for me, I like writing, I like my book, I like content, like I like writing copy. So, asking yourself, what's your zone of genius? What do you actually enjoy? So, you can work out maybe what platform or what method you're going to be adding that value in. Yeah. And then, what are you passionate about? Like, what do you want to actually be adding value on? Yeah. So, invest in your community. And invest in your network. Like give them give them everything you've got for free with no expectation to get something in return. And for those of you who are in like the coaching space or like the e-course space, you know, you're some people have a model where they don't launch. Then their cart's not open 24-7. Like they they'll launch and open their cart sporadically throughout the year. So like just make sure you're giving value even when your car is not open, like in between your launches. it's That's where you really can build some beautiful relationships and really add value to people's lives. And that's, that's number one. Yeah, for sure. Adding value. Hey guys, it's Shani here. I hope you're loving this episode. I am just popping in here very briefly to share something with you that I think you are going to absolutely love, in particular if you're loving this episode that is full of value and you're thinking, hmm, I need more time to implement all of these things. So in case you guys didn't know, I teach people how to create a more abundant life using the natural rhythms of the moon. Yes, that is right. I help people to moon track to cultivate happiness, purpose, and clarity in their work life and their general life whilst enjoying being in a highly effective state and in a state of flow. And if you are really vibing with that, I'd love to invite you to download my free moon tracking calendar. It is a calendar that you can save on your smartphone wallpaper. So you can see all of the different eight phases of the moon that are coming up in the next 12 months. And you can also have the option to download the wall planner instead if you prefer to frame it or you want to just pop it next to your workspace. And what I love about the planner is A, it's free, but B, it helps you to track the moon. And I teach you through email as well, how to not only harness the different energies of the eight phases of the moon, but also how to use the science behind it so that you really can expand time, in particular, cultivate some wild abundance in your business and in your life. So if that sounds amazing to you, you can download my free moon tracking calendar over on my website. It is in the show notes below. Otherwise, if you'd like to go over to it right now, it is go.shannythompson.com. That's go, G-O dot Shani, C-H-A-N-I, Thompson, T-H-O-M-P-S-O-N.com. And you'll see it there on my homepage. All right, guys, I know you are probably digging this episode, so let's get back to it. I can't wait for you to hear the rest of it. So number two was talking to your avatar and I don't know, like, before I started a business, I think special with, especially with social selling and network marketing in particular, I think when you look at traditional business, people think, okay, I've got to have this business model and 
Like you've got to have like, you know who your niche market is. Like coming into most of these social selling models, you don't come with a business plan. Mm -hmm. You just come in with something that you've tried yourself, that you're passionate about, that you want to share with others. But it still is really important to make sure that you know who you're talking to online. So when we say talking to your avatar, I think a lot of girls, because you aren't, we aren't traditional business owners, we, we come in, you, you start from scratch with social selling. Yeah. So it's about not feeling like you've got to have be amazing or be a millionaire to have this amazing story. And I think this is where the imposter syndrome comes from for a lot of women because they're like, but I can't do that or I can't show up and add value or I can't do a Facebook Live or I can't do an Instagram story or IGTV or make a reel because <laughs> there are all these, all these different ways you can add value now because they're like, I am not this. And I think my advice for you guys is when it comes to, especially at the start, being really on point with your messaging and knowing who you're talking to because essentially your avatar is going to be who you were before you started. Mm -hmm. And if you know that, it makes it so much easier. It takes the pressure off being like, oh my gosh, I don't have to be an expert if I just come from a place of service and being like, what did I need to know about this product or this service before I started it? What were the questions that I had? What was my experience? What were the pains that I had before coming on this? What What were the goals that I had, the vision, the aspiration? Because you know how to talk to that person because that was you. Yeah, exactly. And I think as well, that's where I found so – I found it really easy to talk to my avatar when I first started my business because I had been, I guess, documenting my health journey through Instagram for so long. And so when it came down to crunch time and I had to think about, well, what are my avatar's pains – what are the solutions to those pains? What are they looking for? What are they Googling? That's actually a really good question to ask yourself. What is your avatar or your perfect customer Googling right now? So for me, when I answered that question, it was like, how do I clear my skin using holistic measures? Or how do I decrease gut inflammation? Or whatever it is that you know your niche is, mine is obviously health. So when you start thinking about, well, what was I Googling when I was trying to figure all of this out. It just gets so much easier to talk to that person. Yeah, and I know the, we wanted to share like our personalized tips too. So like maybe if we go through like when we talk about adding value, let's like we're quite, we're show and tell kind of girls. Like Shannon and I are really open books. So if we talk mm-hmm. about now, like how do we add value now? Maybe for each of these, we can give an example so they can actually see for themselves how we apply this. Okay, well, this podcast episode is one. Like <laughs> we do a podcast every fortnight, so we add yeah. value that way. We blog. Mm-hmm. We've got vlogs. Um, I love to post on social media and just like give like words of advice or inspiration or encouragement. Like that's that's my vibe. Like that's what I post on, and you do the, the sim- a similar thing. Yeah. So I think yeah. So podcasts, blogs, our Instagram. We've got our free side hustle guide that people can download for free. Yeah. We both have our own opt-ins on our own websites. Yeah. Um, IGTV, IGTV, IG stories, just being there and being present and building that intimacy in your group where you are adding value. So just so you guys, when you're, when we're teaching you stuff, I want you guys to actually have a look and see how we're implementing. Cause I want, I want you to really see how it works. So mm-hmm. you don't just look at our business from the outside being like, Oh, like it just all works. It's like, look at the strategies that we're actually implementing. So you can have a look and personalize it. Like I said, what feels good to you? What's your zone mm-hmm. of genius? What do you enjoy and work out? How can you add value? So when we talk to Avatar, I know you were just saying, so you talk to your Avatar really from health. So you really channel where you were in your health journey. Yeah. And like I think about the pains that I was experiencing 
going through my health journey. And so I'll maybe write a post being like, I know that you feel like this and I've been there before too. Like a perfect example, I know that you're procrastinating on you know, going that next level with your health and wellness. And I know that you're self-sabotaging that because there are already all these things that are overwhelming you. And the reason that I can talk like that is because I'm talking from experience. So I think the best thing to do when you're talking to your avatar is not just point the finger and say, I know you're feeling like this, share your own experience. Like I was there too. And that's how you build rapport. And I think an avatar that I find it really easy to tap into is like you see it in my messaging all the time is where I was working in corporate. Like I was like, I've done everything that society told me to do. I did the university degree. I got the government job. I, I worked really hard, but I still felt really unfulfilled and was like, is this it? Like, is this what I'm supposed to do for the next 50 years of my life? Like I want to travel. I wanted time with family. I wanted space to be creative, space to make meaningful change and impact and so that's who I'm talking to because I'm like, I see you, babe. Like, right? And mm. it's because – and then I can be like, you know what? I've been there and I got myself out of there. So – and you're, I think it's really important to talk into like your avatar changes as you grow too. So as we've built our confidence in business and we've had more success in business, the people that we work with, like I guess our avatar, our ideal target market or our customer or our team, that grows as well. So at the start you might feel like – does that make sense? Yeah, I don't know if I'm talking. I'm not sense. if I'm explaining that right. But just you know, like we always say, our brand's probably going to evolve as we become mums, and our 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 verbiage will be talking to avatars who are mums. So don't feel like you pigeon yourself, you're pigeonholing yourself when you're talking to your avatar. Just keep thinking you're going to be talking mm. to yourself at different stages of your life as you go through the product experience or the service experience or the business experience that you're. I guess, sharing on your socials. Yeah, that definitely does evolve. And my messaging has evolved. Like if you scroll all the way back to like four years ago, my messaging back then is very different because I was in a different part of my life or a different phase. Mm-hmm. So that that's really cool about business. I love that you can change that person as well. For sure. And so a third tip we have for you is omnipresence. And um, I don't know if you guys have heard this term before, but it's like, it's essentially feeling like you're here, there, and everywhere to people. Um, there's some psychology and there's some strategy behind this as well. So this is why we made, it, we made it our third tip because you've got to make sure that you're adding value first and you're not just selling, selling, selling because nobody wants to be sold to. So you've got to make sure there's if you are having calls to action, there's a whole lot of content and value being added in between. You've got to make sure that your messaging is on point and you're talking to your avatar before you start to implement omnipresence. So omnipresence is where you are here, there, and everywhere. So whether you might start on Instagram and next thing you know, you've got a blog and like, oh, I just saw Laura on Instagram. Oh my God, she just sent out a blog and oh my God, now she's on a podcast and she just did a YouTube or she did an IGTV. So it's this, it's the, the strategy is feeling like you, you're on top of mind because I keep seeing you pop up everywhere and the psychology behind it is that the more someone gets exposure to someone, the more that they feel like they know you, the more they just organically, authentically like you and start to gravitate towards you. But this, you can always shoot yourself in the foot with this too, because if you're not adding value and you're just doing a whole lot of calls to action and your messaging isn't on point and you're omnipresent, so you're everywhere, you end up just being really annoying and so <laughs> people will unfollow you, they'll block you, they'll unsubscribe. Yeah. So making sure like you don't have to be on so many different platforms, make sure you you work out what platform you want to master first yeah. and you find your flow and you find like you're really connecting and getting good engagement and good conversions with your avatar before then you look at becoming omnipresent, whether that's 
going on different platforms and paying for paid advertisement where you can do retargeting ads where you do really truly feel like you're here, there and everywhere and you're staying on top of mind for your target market. Yeah, I love this that we're talking into it because um, it kind of ties into the next one that I'm going to talk to the next tip. But omnipresence is important because, well, in particular with the women that we mentor in business, like I always say to my girls, you've got to be consistent because if you're just like showing up today and then you won't show up for another two weeks, like that doesn't put much trust in your consumer that you're going to be there for them because you're kind of sporadic. You're like not here, there and everywhere. You're just showing up when it's convenient and when you want something yeah you want to sell it's not proving to them that you care or you're there for a relationship or to help them on their journey yeah and same with like people who are in a different you know model of of business like maybe you're in like the coaching space and maybe you launch your coaching program like every few months or whatever like don't just be omnipresent when your cart is open you want to be omnipresent all year round you want to be adding value and A lot of people might think, oh my gosh, but that's so overwhelming. But this is where it comes, like this is what the world we're living in now. Like people are looking for consistent people who are showing up, adding value, talking their language and really showing that they've got the solutions to their problems. Maybe just quickly talking to tips to help you guys be consistent because I know at the start when you're new to social selling, whatever platform you're using, whatever model, um, it it can be hard. And I think some tips I would give you is, When it comes to posting even, you don't have to, yes, post every day, but you don't have to create content every day, like batch stuff. So I remember when I used to work Mm. full time, those two hours I used to spend the Saturday morning at the beach, some baking, they were my two hours where I was feeling inspired and I would create all my content and I would use apps like Plan or Hootsuite or, yeah, there's so many different things. Yeah, there's so many different things that you can do to batch to help you be consistent. So batching Mm -hmm. stuff, um, scheduling stuff already. Um, repurposing so I know for me personally um, I'll do IGTV story because I know my zone of genius is I can talk off the cuff like I love to talk I hate it takes a bit longer to write stuff or, or create like a blog so what I'll create a vlog like with a video like Shane can do overnight because that's her zone of genius so what I do is I'll do a vlog or sorry I'll do an IGTV and I'll send it to I've got my own PA who then writes up a blog so it's all my word but she's mm. writing it up so it's not like I'm doing a blog and then an IGTV I'm omnipresent and I'm consistent by doing one, but then repurposing it. Yeah, that's really smart. The other way that I repurpose as well is every single post that I do that I'm like, damn, that was good. Mm -hmm. I save it in my own Instagram album called Post Later. (laughs) So Mm -hmm. I don't know if you guys knew this, but if you go to Instagram and you go to your profile, pick on like pick any picture in the bottom right hand corner, there's like a little ribbon. Is it a ribbon, do you reckon? I always wonder what that little logo is. I think it's a ribbon. Yeah. So hold down on that ribbon and this little menu pops up where you can save it, but you can also save it into like what's called a collection or an album. So I've made a collection that's called Post Later, which is literally all my stuff that I've posted. And then I'll go through that album if I'm feeling like uninspired or I don't know what to say, but I know I need to be omnipresent. I need to show up. I'll go into my album and I'll be like, oh, I posted that two years ago and it's awesome. I'm going to post it again because who's going to remember what I posted two years ago? Plus, it also serves all of my brand new followers that have followed me recently who didn't see that post two years ago. Yeah. So hopefully that's serving you guys and just getting you to think like outside the box and also how you can make business a little bit easier. Like there's definitely shortcuts and hacks you can do. You don't have to do it all by yourself. You don't have to do it like from scratch every single time. 
So let's talk about tip number four, which is consistency. We kind of like spoke about omnipresence, which is being here, there and everywhere all the time. So consistency, how is that different, do you think, to omnipresence? How can we explain that? So omnipresent is being here, there and everywhere. I think in different platforms, staying on top of mind. So it might be a post and you show up on their inbox and you're liking something. There might be a blog or maybe it's a paid ad. Um, so omnipresence is being everywhere while consistency is actually showing up and being consistent. So you're not just omnipresence for a period of a week, like you just said, you're consistent with that. You're here, there and everywhere for every day, no matter whether your cart's open, whether you're selling something, whether you're not, you're showing up and you're showing face and you're showing people that you care and that you're there. So I think consistency is really important because this is another roadblock that a lot of the girls come up against that we mentor and they're like, you know, I did a post and no one liked it or no one commented on it or no one like got back to me about it. And so um, what I always say to people is, well, have you been consistent? Like, have you (laughs) been showing up every day? Like, have you posted every day? Did you post some value in between there? Um, Yeah, I I think that it's really unrealistic to think that by you just doing one little post today is going to get you a whole bunch of clients tomorrow. That's not how it works. Yeah, and I think this leads on to our next song, which is engagement. Um, So I think... What a lot of girls, I think this is the biggest, biggest struggle my girls have is they think that, okay, I'm consistent with posting and I'm posting every day, but I'm not getting customers and clients. And it's like, we, I've been doing this, I think we've been doing this for four years now. I've built, we've built our followings from scratch using social selling, like doing everything is organic. Mm-hmm. I still now with 15,000 followers and four years of consistency, I don't just do a post and I don't just get a customer. Posting isn't enough. You have to make sure that you're building relationships behind the scenes and engaging with your community. And so when like when I'm doing a post, that's awesome as a post there, but I'm also spending half an hour a day engaging with my community. I'm talking to people who are commenting on my post. I then I'm looking behind the scenes and I'm starting conversations with people that liked my post. Um, so you've got to make sure like people – the whole point of social selling, like we said before, people trust their network. So the way you build your trust and rapport is through your content. So even though I might have never had a conversation with some of these girls that I started a conversation with today, mm-hmm. they know, they feel like they start, they know me because they they saw, the, they know I went to the gym this morning and mm-hmm. I know that I had a shake for breakfast. I know that Shani's at my house right now and we've been playing with Pumba. They have all this rapport with me through my content. Yeah. So the reason that you want to be why consistency is important is because you build your trust and rapport through your content. But the way that you actually sell, you might have a call to action every now and then, but it's through your engagement and the conversations that you're having behind the scenes. Yeah, and I think that's um like people come into the social selling scene like it's so attractive to think about having an online business where you can have flexibility, you can travel the world and you can run your business online from a Wi-Fi connection. But what's actually happening behind the scenes, like certainly what you and I are doing, Loz, is we are talking to people. Like our inboxes are full of conversation, like beautiful conversations, but we're not just posting something and it's all happening for us. Like we're getting to know our followers. We're getting to know who they are, what they're passionate about, their, what they're sharing, like what they want out of life. And that's where the magic lies, I believe, creating real relationships. There's nothing more annoying than getting a DM from someone being like, Hey babe, I love your vibe. I have this product that I think is going to be really amazing for you and I'm building a team and I just really want to share it with you and you're just like, 
No. <laughs> You've never – okay, first of all, you don't follow me. So how do you even know I'm going to be perfect? <laughs> don't you know me? You've never started a conversation with me. No. And that to me is the most – that's why network marketing has such a bad name. I'm sure you all have received a message like that. And that's mm. why I know we're really passionate about educating people about the profession because it's people like that who maybe don't have the education. And I'm glad that you guys are listening to this podcast because you can do – you can be so successful in network marketing – and you don't have to be silly or spammy or pushy or that annoying person who pops up in the inbox. Yeah, you don't have to be that person. And don't do that. If you're doing that, you're doing it wrong. And not even in network marketing, in all models of business, like engage with your people. And so what does engagement look like? I know it's easy to say, you're like, okay, Lauren, so what do you mean? Like, So you're posting a post and behind the scenes you're like, hey, do you want to buy my product? Like, no. <laughs> so I what, something that we really like – any entrepreneur, any business owner who's successful, it's because they're solving a problem. So I want you to, when you're talking to people, I don't talk to people with the intention of sending a link or, or selling them my product or my programs. I talk to people with the intention of getting to know them. I want to know what their goals are. I know what their pains are and I want to solve their problem. And sometimes that problem, I solve that through my product or through my program, or through my coaching or through my book. And sometimes it not, might not be, even be me. It might be me referring another service or me connecting with another health professional. So don't yeah. go into your DMs with people trying to sell what you've got. Go in caring and building relationship and think, how can you ask really great questions, be a master asker and work out like what are their goals, where do they want to go, what are their pains and how can you personally help them get closer to their goal or out of the pain that they're currently in, whether that involves your service or not. And that's how you add value. Mm. That's how you build beautiful relationships and you get to network in the process. Do you know what's really awesome about this? This actually links up to talking to your avatar. So one of the things that I do is I market research. So when I am trying to figure out what the pains and problems are of my perfect customer, the only way that you're going to find out is if you start having conversations with your perfect customers. So having this engagement with people and, you know, having conversations with them, it's where you can actually figure out and research, well, what do your people actually need? What are they missing? So for me, for example, when I launched Moon Magic, I worked really hard on my market research. Like I can tell you I had about 20 great conversations with women where I asked them things like, so what's stopping you from creating abundance in your life? Like what's getting in your way? Why do you think that is? What's the real, what's the real reason for that? Like, let's go a little bit deeper. And so that not only helped me understand what their pains and problems were, it also allowed me to create awesome copy for my post so that I could talk to my avatar and then I'm killing two birds with one stone. I am now engaging with my people and building relationships with them and I'm able to give them the solution to that problem. It, it's just, it's amazing. And if you guys, like, look at the cheat sheet. So, again, it's babesinbusiness.net forward slash podcast forward slash 53 and you really take the time to master these five simple tips. I promise you, you're going to get better better results and your conversion is going to be better too. So, when you are really deliberate in your avatar, like Sham was just talking about, like my post, I post with that person in mind. I think about what does that person need to see? What do they enjoy? What do they want to see first thing in the morning? What do they want to hear? If that's the value I'm consciously creating, then it just kind of strategically happens. That seems to be the following I seem to attract because they're the people coming to my page who suit my avatar and my content. So when I'm having conversations we automatically seem to be talking about the products and services I offer because 
I've been deliberate in my content that I'm mm. curating for my avatar. So they all kind of marry in really, really well. And if you're deliberate and you do each one really well, you're going to have better conversations. You're going to be able to help more people and it's going to be able to come like with more authentic flow rather than you feel like you're pushing something or trying to sell something that it, it just doesn't feel sincere or, or organic. <laughs> Yeah, and you know what, guys? You're probably looking at our cheat sheet going, oh, my gosh, <laughs> there's so much here to implement. I want to encourage you to just master one. Just pick one that maybe you're like, it's like your weakest spot, and you're like, oh, my gosh, I really do need to work on this the most out of all of them, and just master the one first, and then you can move on to the next one, and you can get better over time. This isn't going to happen overnight. Yeah, you forget we've been doing this. Like we said, it was a long time before we even started our network marketing business, but in the profession, we've been doing this for over four years now. So don't compare your chapter one or two to our chapter 92. <laughs> um, I, we always laugh about how bad we were at the start. Like I look at some of my posts sometimes because I say happy birthday to everyone. That's another way you can be engaging. Happy birthday messages. I say happy birthday to everyone. I usually sing them a happy birthday. So if you've got one, I'm sorry. I have a very bad singing voice. <laughs> um, but I look at them and it comes up with my previous conversations and sometimes I cringe being like, oh my gosh, like I was that spammy, annoying person at the start. So it, like we've been there and the only way you get better is by committing to being consistent and just doing one thing at a time and just taking your vision and your mission more seriously than you take yourself. Great advice, Lizzie. Awesome, guys. Well, we hope that you loved this episode. Make sure you head over to our website so you can download that cheat sheet. We'll have the link for you in the show notes before below. And let us know what you loved about this episode the most. We always love hearing from you guys. So you can DM us on Instagram or comment on one of our photos. Um, we'd love to hear what you took away from the most. Thanks, guys. Bye. Hey, guys. Was here. What an amazing episode. I hope you're feeling inspired after that conversation and it's empowered you to make some amazing changes and choices in your life. Don't forget to let us know if you loved this episode by giving us a five-star review. It really helps us know we're on track and serving you guys and also majorly supports our channel. And you may even be in the running to be the shout out of the week. Every week on our Instagram, we share one of our reviews with our network. So be sure to leave your Instagram handle or website in your review so we can share it with our amazing community. I have been so excited to share with you guys my book, Life Above Zero. It's a book based in psychology and science, specifically written for women who feel empowered yet unfulfilled and are seeking help to find their clarity and happiness. Women just like you who want to be empowered with the tools to master their mindset, to overcome self-sabotage and create a life, business or career they love in alignment with their values and inner truth. I wanted to save you tens of thousands of dollars, years of your time, energy, and heartbreak, studying psychology, getting a degree, attending personal development weekends and seminars, and hours scrolling online looking for the right person to help. So here it is. I have condensed everything I've learned personally and professionally from working with people, their psychology, and their mindset over the last decade and have put it into a beautiful book you can enjoy and make your way through at your own pace. I share personal stories throughout so you can find comfort in knowing you're not broken, crazy, or alone in what you're going through. I cry and laugh with you, and you know you can always rely on me for that tough, lozzy love in there too. If you're not a big reader and would rather have me read it to you on your morning walk or the daily commute to work, or whilst you're sipping on that wine making dinner, then don't worry, you can also get my book on Audible. If you click on the link in the show notes, you'll be able to grab yourself a coffee 
And if you head over to my website, www.lifeabovezero.com.au and sign up to my newsletter, you can even have the first chapter sent to you for free while you wait for your copy to arrive in the mail. Make sure you tag me in yours when it arrives. I love seeing it in your hands and hearing what you guys are taking from it. Don't forget to head over to the show notes for you to check out any links, books, or references we mentioned in this episode and our cheat sheets. Before we go, we just wanted to say a big thank you for being here, for committing to being the best version of you, and for showing up for you today. You are freaking amazing. Now, if you think there is someone in your life that could really benefit from this episode, while you're feeling super inspired, please hit the share button and send them this episode. Share it with them right now. The reason we're asking you to share the love is because you get what you give. And the more you give and inspire, the more you get in return. Head over to www.babestalkingbusiness.com to check out all our other podcasts. Sending you guys so much love and we'll see you soon.